Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. So on today's show, we have Bree Cox, certified personal trainer, but so much more than that. She's certified nutrition specialist. She does pre and postnatal fitness and just an amazing person. She's a wife, she's a mother, and just a highly motivating uh, human being. So let's get to the show today with Brianna Cox. So Brianna Cox, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Yes. So, you know... Your background, you're a certified personal trainer, but you're much more than that. You know, I've looked at your website, studied some of your stuff. And so, you know, I think uh, personal trainer, I think is probably where it began, but it's really looks like you've really expanded out what you do. And so the one question I want to ask just kind of to start off our show today is what is the one thing you would want to get across to anybody listening who's maybe starting their journey, restarting their journey as far as physical fitness, but really you, you do more than that. Um, but what would you, what would be the one thing that you would want to impart to somebody? Um, my number one tip would be that it's all mental. It all starts in your mind before anything else. You can do any diet, you can do any nutrition plan, any workout plan. It does not matter if your mental mindset is not there, then it's not going to stick. So it's all within. It's all why do you want to accomplish this goal? What is really that deep rooted meaning to you? And what's the point really of all of it? And if it's not strong enough and it's not deep enough, it won't stick. So my goal is to show people what is that and how can you connect with it so that you have a lifelong relationship with fitness instead of just doing a quick cleanse or a 30 day, you know, quick fix or keto or whatever you know, it's got to stick. It's got to be this like shift inside. And so what do you see with people that, that kind of, you know, cause if you look at, you know, every new year's, you know, people have new year's resolutions and they statistically, I don't know what it is, 80%, 70% fail within the first three weeks or whatever that you may be more familiar with that stat. I know it's really super high, but what, what is the difference between those people that fail and the people that succeed? Um, I think there's a lot. I think, one of the probably actually if i were just to name one it would be the all or nothing mentality Mm. people who think that they have to do it all and they go all in and they go too extreme and i've seen even a lot of my friends do this a lot a lot of clients will try to do that when they first come and they'll be like i just need to get this weight off i just give me the most extreme i'll do six days a week i'll do two (laughs) hours a day i'll you know whatever i need to do And I always tell them, no, I'm like, no, that will not stick. That will just further create the yo-yo dieting mentality of the all or nothing that you have. And so it's definitely all or nothing mentality that, and then not connecting with their why and not knowing Mm -hmm. why they're really truly doing it. And that's what I was going to come back to is the why, because I, I, I totally agree with that and know that about my own self and my own, you know, journey of transformation. And then when I'm visiting with other people, that why is so important, right? I mean, that's the, if you don't have the why, you really can't do any, I don't care if it's career, diet, exercise, relationships, whatever. if you don't have that why crystal clear, there's almost no chance of success, right? 
Right. And I even have like, this is a great example. This happened yesterday. So my friend started coming back to the gym and she was like really frustrated because she had been coming religiously for a month mm -hmm. and she's like, I'm not seeing any change in my body. I'm going to quit. This is too much work. I can't do this anymore. Um, you know, I'm not seeing a change. It doesn't work. And so I had to tell her, well, what kind of person do you want to be? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be the type of person who prioritizes their health, who prioritizes their mental health as well, their emotional health? Do you want to be the person that fuels your body with nutritious foods because you know that it makes you feel better? You know, what kind of person do you want to be? And then you have your daily habits reflect that. It's not based on the results at all. The results will come if you just focus on what you can control, which are your daily habits, your daily mental wins, your effort, that's what you can control. And in that process, you become the person that you wanna be. If you're focused so much on the result, when those results don't come as quickly as you think they should, which again, all frustration comes from, from unmet expectation. Mm -hmm. So if it's not happening as quickly as you decide you think it should happen, you'll feel frustrated. And that's why you have to focus on the process. You have to focus on the habits. You have to focus on the person that you actually want to become. Then those results will come. That's like, that's second, right? Like mm -hmm. that's going to come. So I had to walk her through that and be like, if you quit now, you're just going to go back to that unhealthy version of yourself that you don't like. So that's not a win. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And, and to your point, it's, it's, it's more about lifestyle, right? I mean, it's not, and I know, you know, I've, uh, through the holidays, I had, you know, been sick a little bit here and there, and I know that it had taken a week off or so of, of going into the gym and working out. And I know my mental state, like, changed, right? Because I was, if I wasn't For lifting, sure. wasn't doing some cardio, wasn't just engaged in, in movement, I got kind of in a funk. It was kind of like, oh gosh, this is, this isn't, I don't, I don't even, I'm not even worried about weight gain, weight loss, muscle gain, muscle loss. I'm just worried about mental sanity right here. Yes. It, it affects every area of your life when you stop working out. Thank you for listening to the Bright Vibe podcast today. We've got a special event coming up here shortly, July 12th through the 16th, called the Global Happiness Summit. And we're bringing resources from around the country together to talk about happiness and what that means and how to have more of that in our lives. Go to brightvibe.com, B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com for more information about the Global Happiness Summit. And we look forward to seeing you July 12th through the 16th. And so what, what do you reckon? So one is getting clear on your why. Right. And getting clear on your why yes. and then and then making it more about a lifestyle. So when let's say let's take the uh, I guess exa two examples. One's maybe uh, people that are just coming back to fitness, just kind of coming back to, hey, I know I need to do something different. I don't feel good. I'm, I'm not where I want to be. Kind of what you say you don't recommend that they go all out because they'll burn out. So kind of no. what what are you know, with some of your clients, what do you recommend? So you have in order to. In, like, in order to improve a habit, you have to be consistent with that habit. So I say start very small. I teach them a concept called floors and ceiling goals. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, no, I haven't. Floors, I'm going to write that one down. Floors and yeah. ceiling, okay? Yes. So you have a floor goal. Where you, you lay on the floor goal. and you look at the ceiling? I can do this. <laughs> this is like Shavasana and yoga. This is my favorite <laughs> exercise. I can do this. All right. <laughs> 
No, but let's say you want to learn yoga. Okay. Okay. All let's right. say let's say you want to do yoga. Um, you really want to get better, and maybe you're trying to like, oh, I've always wanted to learn how to do that. So your ceiling goal may be, hey, if I'm feeling really good and everything goes right, my ceiling goal is I want to do yoga three times a week. Gotcha. Right. Okay. That's your ceiling goal. That's your ultimate like ideal goal, because it's something realistic that you think you could probably stick with, but what happens when you're sick? What happens when you're out of town? What happens when your schedule gets crazy and you can't go? What's your what's your floor goal? So your floor goal would be, okay, I'm going to do one yoga pose a day, or I'm gonna do one oh, yoga pose wow. three times a week. That's my floor goal, because you can do that when you're sick, you can do that when you're busy, you can do that on vacation. And you're creating the habit of showing up for yourself. You're creating the habit, no matter if it takes you five minutes or an hour, you do yoga three times a week, Got right? It. Yeah. And That's your goal. And, oh, sorry, yeah? Well, I was thinking you were going to say do yoga like once a week, but you're literally saying do a one pose. Maybe one yoga your, pose. Your floor may be one yoga pose once a week or three times a week to your point. So you could say, yes. I'm... I'm, I'm practicing yoga three times a week, which technically would be correct if you're doing one yoga pose, right? Yes, because you're establishing the habit of showing up. So then once you establish that habit of three times a week, you do one yoga pose and that becomes a habit, then you can increase. Okay, now my floor or my, my floor goal is going to be 10 minutes of yoga three times a week. So no matter mm -hmm. what, I do 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so... The whole, the whole goal of this is to teach yourself how to trust yourself. You're building confidence with yourself because you keep your word. You're doing what you say that you're going to do no matter the circumstances. And so when you set that floor goal, no matter what, you're still keeping your word with yourself. And that's powerful. That's important. There's even an example. Um, this is funny. I was listening to another podcast uh, last week and they gave almost the same example, which I thought was funny. Um, the trainer told his client, I just want you to drive to the gym and I want you to warm up for five minutes and go home. <laughs> That's it. Because he was so scared. Like, I don't know if I can take this lifestyle on. And he's like, we're going to start with warming up for five minutes. All you need to do is establish the routine right. of going to the gym. Right. Yeah. Then after that, you build upon it. So it's really about just breaking it down and start as small as possible so that you can just establish the habit. And that's where most people just completely ignore that and go to extremes and then they get burned out and then they quit. Right. I love that because I've not actually heard it said that way before of like taking it down to so granular where it's something that's I guess it's kind of like. I've heard it, I guess I heard Tony Robbins talk about this once. It's kind of like, you know, if you lower the, basically lower the bar low enough so that you have success every day, whether you meet, I mean, it was basically like, I feel happy if I brush my teeth, right? Something like that, yes. because you know, you're going to do it every day anyway. So you start to tie happiness with brushing your teeth. And this sounds something similar where you're taking something so uh, small in a way, but, but you're building the consistency, you're building the the, the muscle or the, or the repetitive kind of routine into the thing, right? So it's more about, exactly. it sounds like it's more about accomplishing that one small thing than working out for three hours a week, you know, or whatever, five, whatever it is, right? 
Yes. In the long run, you'll be more consistent. You'll feel stronger mentally. You'll gain more confidence. You'll keep your word with yourself. And then you slowly increase. Hmm, I love that. And so what, did you have some kind because of, I don't actually know your personal story. I, you know, I've read your bio and went out and looked at stuff online and love your, and I do want to get into later your podcast because I noticed that there's a lot of topics on there that I wouldn't think uh, would be on a personal trainer uh, topics. And so I kind of want to visit about uh, those as well, but yeah. kind of what made you want to get into the space of one being physically fit, but then also helping other people uh, live really, I want to say healthier lives. Cause again, when I look at your stuff, it's not just about being physically fit. It's more of like, to your point, inner work, right? You're, you're, you're yes. how are you changing the way you feel about yourself, which is much more important than just pounds or, or waistline, right? Yes, exactly. Um, so I've been a personal trainer since I was 18 years old. So I've been training clients for 11 years now mm -hmm. and I just love it. It's in my genes. It's my family background. We love fitness. Like my, my mom was a fitness instructor. You know, it just, it goes back. Mm -hmm. So, um, my whole family loves to work out. Well, as I was starting to help people, my mom actually does energy work and she does meditation and mm. energy work and all of this stuff. And so I was raised doing like daily affirmations and um, really changing like my lens, changing my story. How do you see this? You know, you have power to change it. And so that just came natural to me because that's how I was raised. And mm -hmm. I thought, other people thought that way. <laughs> no, 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 you know, you know, when you feel like that you're odd or unique, uh, you can know that you're odd or unique in a good way, right? Because <laughs> you actually had healthy role models <laughs> of, of the right way to do it. So uh, we appreciate you sharing those today. But yeah, that's definitely, yeah, uh, I didn't grow up yeah, meditating so or, or, right, or, or having energy work done on me or, you know, that's amazing. Yeah, so it just comes natural for me. And then as I started helping clients, I would notice the results when it stick because they had so many underlying mental issues or blocks that were stopping them, like self-sabotaging, you know, like I had a client who never felt like she actually deserved the success. So she would lose the weight, mm -hmm. she'd feel amazing, and then she'd self-sabotage and she gain it back. And I'm like, this is deeper. Like, this is, you know, like, what is, why are you doing this? What is your, you know, that's where I really got, okay, we need to figure out the clients. Why, what drives them, what motivates them, what's going to be the real change here. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as I started teaching these concepts, people, it was life-changing. I have seen, I, I've trained over 5,000 people at this point. Wow. And, and it is life changing if you see the before and afters i also do retreats where i'll mm -hmm. host clients and i'll do retreats and i'll see clients that i've you know trained for a year and i'll show their before picture and people can't even believe it's the same person because their whole like their eyes are different their eyes are brighter like you know they take care they start businesses, they start being better mothers, they start realizing their full potential. It is not just about getting a six pack. And that's what I preach is like, if you can connect with, like, I call it your higher self. Mm -hmm. If you can connect with your higher self, you're unstoppable. And once you go through this process of building confidence with yourself, 
connecting with your higher self, meditating, putting your health as a priority, you slowly start transforming. And then everything that you would accept before from your life isn't acceptable anymore. You raise your vibration. So now you're like, no, I, I'm not this, I'm not this person. I've outgrown these situations. I've outgrown these people. I've outgrown my own excuses. I'm going to expect more of myself. And they keep doing that and they just transform. And it is the funnest thing to watch. I am so passionate about it. And so anyway, that's kind of how it evolved. It was very slow, mm -hmm. but I was like, I need, and I got certified um, in, uh, I'm a mindfulness meditation coach as well. And mm. so I wanted to get certified in that so that I could create my own meditations for my clients based on issues that I was hearing, like, mm. you know, being insecure, um, being really uh, hard on yourself after you have a baby, um, feeling like you're stuck. And so I started creating meditations for my clients so that I could help them get through it. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. And that's why I was noticing, like I said, when I was doing some of the background before our, our show, I was like, you know, I listened to a couple of your videos and then I saw the podcast, some of the things in the podcast. I was like, okay, this isn't just about lifting weights, right? This isn't just about no. going to the gym at all. <laughs> it's really about transforming your life. And, you know, I was talking to our director of education, Maria, yesterday, and she studies and really uh, dives deep into um, these different areas of life. And she said the number one thing you can do to change your life is actually just get rid of all your current friends. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> well, that's pretty, uh, but you know, similarly, uh, we had on the show, uh, here last month, um, the uh, guy who wrote the blue zones all about living, you know, the longest on the face of the earth and uh, the longest and the happiest. And he actually said the same thing. He said, if you actually want to live longer, the number one thing you can do is move to a community where they have people that live longer. <laughs> right. And because yeah, it's true. you're surrounding you're yourself the, with yep. different habits, right. And different people. And, mm -hmm. you know, we were, Maria and I were talking about the fact that, you know, if you're, if you're trying to get ahead uh, and, and do good in your life, but you're constantly reminded by somebody who's remembers the, all the bad things you did, right. Or all the things that you thought were bad. Right. And, and they're constantly kind of like, well, who do you think you are to be going to the gym all the time? Or who do you think you are to be doing this or that? It's not good for your psyche. Right. It's right. It makes it harder. Yeah. You are the sum of the yep. five closest people you hang out with. So, but here's the thing. A lot of um, my clients, they do have situations like that. They're mm -hmm. like, my family is making me feel guilty for, mm -hmm. you know, like, eating healthy like they make fun of me you know that happens and I think so what we have is I have a trainer under me as well and we have accountability check-ins so that they have someone holding their hand so even if they don't have that maybe their family is being negative towards it mm -hmm. we have the accountability to be their partner so that we're helping them along the journey because we don't want them to be alone it's really hard to do it alone and so if you have someone to be like hey what do I do in this situation? How do I do this? You know, someone's there helping you along your journey. That makes all the difference because you got to have someone to look for, like look up to. You got to have mm -hmm. someone who's on the other side who can pull your hand and help you through it. And so that's where we do our accountability check-ins as well. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. And community, you know, for us and what we do, community is like our number one thing because community so yes. inspires us to, 
inspires and supports, right? It's not just about, yes. oh, look at this person, how great they are. It's like, well, this person's probably doing well because they worked really, really hard for a long period of time. And so they've yes. got, got some balance. They've got some things going on, but they're also real and will support other people because they understand how hard it is and they want to see people. I mean, typically anytime I've met somebody that's truly successful, kind of at a soul level, they always want to see other people be successful at that same soul level. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like, there's no competition at some point, but if you're truly coming from your heart, you want to see everybody succeed, right? Exactly. It's a reflection of where you're at. And it's funny because when I do these retreats, Mm -hmm. all the women there are like, Oh my gosh, there's other people that value this stuff and they instantly connect. They instantly are like, uplift. I have never met a more uplifting group of women than when I do my retreats because they all have the same mindset. And so they're all, they're all helping to encourage and uplift each other. And it's really beautiful to see that community or even just like, you know, a client group or whatever, just like you're saying, whenever you get with like-minded people, Mm -hmm. they're all cheering you on. And that feeling is incredible. So it's finding those communities that you, you know, gel with that are, are also trying to be better, trying to be their best self. Yeah. And and so obviously you have a community around what you do, it sounds like, or, and as kind of a supportive community you do, it says you said you also do retreats, Mm -hmm. but how do you encourage, what would you encourage for people that are just starting out or, I mean, how do you connect with people that are kind of in that, in a, in a space that you want to be in, I guess what you got to have to stretch, right? You have to put yourself out there a little, I think, right? Definitely. And this is going to sound weird, but have you heard of vibration? Like you vibrate at a certain level? Yes. Yes. Frequency, vibration. Yes. Everything, everything in the universe vibrates or has a specific frequency, right? So that, that, and that's, and that's not woo woo. That's actually science. They can actually measure measure it from a rock to a tree to, you know, the ocean to we as individuals, everything has a frequency. Yes. Exactly. And you can measure it in megahertz. And Mm -hmm. so, um, depending on where you're at, you start attracting people, relationships, opportunities into your life according to your frequency. So as you start working on yourself, meditating, eating healthier foods, working out, start looking, changing your lens from being a victim to having power over your own situation, you will start attracting opportunities and people into your life that vibrate at that level. And it's weird. You'll, you'll notice it. And you can, I'm really big on manifesting as well, but Mm -hmm. you can be like, okay, I am now outgrowing my current circle of friends. I don't have anything in common with them anymore. Like they all want to party. They want to drink all weekend. Like I don't want that anymore. I want more from myself. So as they start, you know, morphing into this person, their vibration starts getting higher and higher. They'll start meeting other people that are like that. And it will naturally happen. Um, But I do think that you have to be looking for it and be open for it. So like for me, I remember I moved to, I don't know if you know where Victorville is, but it Uh -uh. is like. Victorville, what? Is that a. You don't even, it's in California and it's on your way to Utah. Oh, okay. It's one of those cities that you like stay in your car. You don't even want to stop to get gas because (laughs) it's so scary. It's like, it's where all of, um all of California takes like the gangs and pays them to live there to get out of LA. Like it's bad. Right. So I was 
crying. I had to move there from my husband's job just for like a year. And I was like, I'm not going to make it. I am not going to make it here. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I need to attract a person that is like me that I can vibe with. And I did literally within three weeks, I was looking, I was like, who has the same vibe and who has, you know, this happy, positive energy that I want to be around. I found this girl we instantly connected. We became best friends. She was the light in the darkness. Right. And I, cre I created that because I was looking for it mm -hmm. and I was open to it. And so that's what what you need to do when, you when you're in that rut and you don't have anyone. Like you have to go out of your comfort zone, start manifesting it and start attracting it. I totally agree. Yeah, you're, sp you're speaking, you're talking to the choir, speaking our language. I really appreciate you. Uh, driving that point home and you you actually so it's not like it's just you and your husband and it's easy you can go to the gym at 5 a.m every day and or whatever time you go I mean you have a business but you also have three kids right yes so how do you balance all that because yeah that's a lot going on right but you have a business yeah you have a husband you have these kids and it sounds like you've moved a couple times so how do you balance all that you know what it was really hard to be honest in mm -hmm. the first um two years of my business. I was staying up till two in the morning. I, cause I had two babies and I couldn't work during the day. So I was staying up till two in the morning. I just wore myself out. And my husband actually was like, you can delegate. Like you don't have to be the only one to do all of this. And he kind of, I don't know if you can relate cause you're not a mom, but maybe <laughs> if you know, like any parents, but right. mom guilt is real and mom guilt is is strong. And <laughs> right. so I was like, I can't get help with my kids. I had my kids. Yep. I need to take care of my kids. I can't get help. And it was my husband's like, that's a limiting belief. Like mm -hmm. you can, if you want, you can still be an amazing mother and get help. And so I was like, you're right. So I started, I hired somebody to come, um, help me clean my house mm -hmm. and I don't do it all. I don't do it all myself. I can't do it all myself. So yeah. I always want to like help women, give them permission, like get help mm -hmm. if you can get help. So I had to work my butt off for the first two years to get to a point where I could do that. Mm -hmm. Cause at the beginning, you know, you're not really, you're just starting out. Right, so sometimes you're like, you can't pay for help or you can't pay for a babysitter to come a couple times a week while you work, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I got to that point where I could hire a babysitter to come a few times a week and help me just like balance, you mm -hmm. know, she can help me cook. She can help me clean. She can, we can tag team the kids or I can do a podcast, record a podcast while she has the kids. And that was a game changer. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's honestly knowing where you need help and actually giving yourself permission to get it. Cause I don't, I never want women to look at me and think, oh, she has it all together. She can do it all herself. No, I can't. <laughs> right. And that's not really the goal, right? I mean, it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. The goal isn't to go through life and do everything by yourself or, or for, I mean, cause that's just not how the world works. Exactly. A lot of, uh, you know, I, I, I used to have that same type guilt early in my career and it was like, you know, I'm actually providing opportunities, job opportunities for other people. If I'm asking for help and paying them, I'm, I'm giving exactly. them opportunity to engage in this to, so they can learn and I can learn and, and where I can go help somebody else. So it was really more of a, the law of reciprocation, uh, then it was, and, and also paying it forward to some degree. It's like, well, 
you know, if I'm, if I'm having somebody come and clean my house every other week or whatever that is, then I'm also providing job opportunity for them and their family and providing. So it's not just about, oh, we've got to do everything on our own, right? That's just not the way the world works. Yes. And I started realizing you only have enough energy um, that can go towards something. So I wanted my energy to go towards, you know, I didn't want to have to clean my house. I would rather spend that either with my kids or working, Mm -hmm. um, doing something I'm very passionate about that brings me joy. And so I started being like, if I put more energy towards you know, the things that bring me joy that I'm passionate about that I'm good at, Mm -hmm. then I can hire someone to help me clean my house. Right. You know, and then they're passionate about that. They're passionate about cleaning people's houses and making them feel, I mean, so it's, it's, it's uh, to your point, kind of, it raises a vibration, but it also uh, has kind of this ripple effect where you're actually affecting others in a positive way because you're empowering them to come help. Right. Yes. And I will say time blocking is Mm. huge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of time blocking, but that's how I have to literally sit down at the beginning of the week and I time block every day and I have to be like, okay, I had to set boundaries. Like after three o'clock, I'm a mom. When the mm-hmm. kids come home from school, I'm not, I don't work. I don't touch my phone. I actually put my phone in my room for, for four hours until they go to bed. Mm-hmm. And I am not, I am only present. And then I started having way more balance. I didn't feel overwhelmed anymore. And I was like, I get what I can get done until three after that, when the kids are home, I'm a mother and that's it. And so those boundaries and time blocking is everything or else you will get burnout. Yeah, I totally agree. I know I've got, you know, I'm addicted to my phone, like probably almost everybody in North America um, or the world. But yeah, and I've, I noticed the difference too. If I leave it in my car and put it in a drawer first thing when I go home, then I'm much more present than if I'm you know, looking at text messages or stuff coming through. And it's like, cause you can't really be productive. I mean, you, you can't be productive in either area, right? Or you're not really no. present in either area. So really, no. they used to say, you know, uh, multitask, but then it was kind of disproven that that actually works. It's like, no, really the, to be efficient, to be the most effective, you focus on one thing, do that exactly. and then, and then go on to the next thing and do that. So yeah, it's a, Yes, it's an interesting life we get to live and learn and traverse. <laughs> now, I wanted to, I wanted well, to go ahead. I'm, I'm going no, 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 to look up your website, so, so go ahead. I'm gonna, I wanted to reference oh, I was just gonna say. I was just going to say with my mindfulness training, happiness comes from being fully present in your life. And that's what we're missing right now in society. People just, they can't even sit at a stoplight without pulling their phone out, you know? And so they can't play with their kids without being on social media while they're waiting for their kid to take their turn on the game. You know, like it's just, we cannot ever be fully present. And that's where you get anxious. That's where you get the anxious feeling because you're not fully present in your life. So when you can be more intentional with your time and say, okay, I check emails for 30 minutes a day. This is when I check emails. The rest of the emails I can check tomorrow. I don't have to be checking emails all night long. It's not healthy. Right. Like I don't need to be on social media throughout the day. I can do 30 minutes during this time and then I live my life. I'm fully present. And when you have those moments with your kids or your family and you are 100 percent engaged in what they're doing, it's a level of happiness and peace and satisfaction in your life. And that's where people feel peace. That's where you feel that calmness instead of the anxiety. Everybody has anxiety now. It's because we're all distracted. Right. 
Yes, I told. Yes, thank you. I think this is pod, er, this show today is just for me. Actually, I'm just writing notes. <laughs> it's like good reminders just for me. I did want to read some of your uh, episodes though f- uh, on your podcast, if you don't mind, just the titles because yeah. the titles. As I read down through some of those, I was like, okay, again, that's when it started to dawn on me that you're doing a lot more than. <laughs> so five ways to avoid uh, decision fatigue: the planning technique we use to level up our marriage, honor the struggle, um, avoiding the skinny fat trap. Finding your why, you have that on here. Navigating pornography addiction. So you're, you're, so I'm like, uh, fight the new drug, the magic of Mm -hmm. maintenance, um, lots of different stuff on here. So help me understand all these topics and and where you go with your podcast. I'm like this, these are some amazing, uh, amazing titles to, to the, to your podcast. So you just, you're, is it just stuff that you encounter from your clients or stuff that you run into and you just kind of say, Hey, I'm going to go talk about that or what, what inspires you there? So my goal is a holistic approach to health and wellness. So the holistic side is your mental. And so my podcast is more of that realm where I go into like a healthy marriage, um, a healthy sex drive. Even Mm -hmm. I talk about healthy parenting. Um, what is a good, I have parenting experts and behavioral therapists on my podcast. I, my husband and I literally did a live sex therapy session on the podcast (laughs) (laughs) and it was like it blew up it was like everybody loved it but i just want to show any positivity anything that will help my clients or my listeners have a higher vibration i will share so it's really the podcast is more of like a wellness I would mm-hmm. say life wellness mm-hmm. um, the pornography one is interesting because it's such a low vibration and it like can really ruin your mental health mm-hmm. and they've done studies that it brings depression anxiety um, you're not satisfied with your life you're you know all of these things um, so I did a whole podcast on all the science behind why pornography is so harmful to Ooh. your mental health mm-hmm. so yeah, I get, and I have no filter. So I, <laughs> now, I now I'm going to start, all. now I'm going to start calling you Brie. Since you don't have a filter, now I'm going to start calling you Brie. In the beginning, I want to be yeah. more professional. Now it's like, okay, Brie has no filter. Um, and no. we, and I appreciate that because I like the fact that you just go straight at it. It's not like, a, it, it's, it's not like some sugar coated, um, uh, sugar coated thing. You're like, let's talk about, this is important. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's do something about it. Right. Yes, exactly. And all of these topics I'm very passionate about. So it's fun for me. It's easy to talk about. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, I really love your love your subjects and, and you're a very prolific podcaster. It looks like you're you're every week, uh, and sometimes more than every week, it looks like so. Yeah, every Wednesday, every Wednesday is when you drop your stuff. And what's the name of your podcast? It's called Better Me with Body by Brie. Okay. We better. were in the top trending, top five trending podcasts on Apple. Nice. Very cool. Oh, I love that. And then your website is uh, Body by Brie, right? B-R-E-E. Yes. Um, dot com. And so typically, how do you typically work with people? I mean, is it mostly virtual now? Yes, it's all through my app. So okay. I have an app called Body by Brie. Okay. 
and it's all through the app. So um, they can go on my website if they want to work with me, then I send them a questionnaire to fill out so I can get to know them and then create their plan from there. Huh. All right. Very cool. So yeah. I, I, and then it looked like you had like an eight week program to kind of start or something. Is that yeah, so I have them commit to eight weeks because I actually do something called, I don't know how specific you want me to get, yeah, but go for it. I do some, this is what kind of, I feel, actually there's a lot of things of why I feel like I'm different, but um, something kind of cool is I do an education week mm -hmm. before their eight weeks starts. So I, I call it like education week because I'm teaching them how to read labels. Um, I'm teaching them how to track macros, why I'm having them lift the way that I do, um, how to meditate. Like it's basically a boot camp to mm -hmm. teach them these life skills mm -hmm. before they even start the eight weeks. So I'm setting them up for success before they start. Mm -hmm. And then I want them to have the eight weeks so that they have enough time to see the transformation. I don't believe in 30 day cut. I don't believe in 30 day fixes. I don't believe in cleanses. That's just not my style. It doesn't work. It doesn't last. Um, so I have them commit to eight weeks. And then after the eight weeks, I can train month to month, which we have a 67% continuation rate oh, wow. after the eight weeks. That's how happy people are with the program. Like most people continue because they see how life changing it is. Very cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And then you said you do retreats. Um, is that Are you still doing those or was that kind of pre-COVID or? Well, we, yeah, so we had to take a little break because of COVID, but, um, yeah, we're, we're looking into where we're going to go this year. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And then typically how big are, how big are those or how many people usually attend those? We are actually, we are actually going to Bali in September. Oh, nice. Um, so that's a fun travel retreat, but typically we'll have about 30 to 35 women. Cause mm -hmm. I have to cap it mm -hmm. because we do a lot of, I bring my mom as well and mm -hmm. she's a therapist. So we do a lot of, um, like inner work mm -hmm. when we're there, not just help. And mm -hmm. then we also have fun. We go like we did it at Zion's last time. So we mm -hmm. went hiking in Zion's oh, and yeah. swimming and, you know, we do a lot of fun things as well. So it's not all serious. <laughs> well, that's good. Life shouldn't be all serious, right? Yeah, we rented electric bikes and it was oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Bali, I've been there. It's very, uh, it's a very cool place. It's a long way to get there, but it is a very cool place. I know. I'm <laughs> nervous about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flight. I can't remember. If it's 16, 16 hours or something like that. I think from the states, but, but uh, yeah, if you yeah. go, if you go and spend some time there, a week or two at least. Yeah. Well, very cool. So, uh, so what are you focused? So right now you're focused on kind of helping, uh, continuing to help people in all of the ways that we've talked about today. Um, you've got retreats, it sounds like coming up and then you've got three kids you're raising. So you've got a little bit, a little bit going on. Yes. And an organic supplement line. Cause I'm all about gut health as well. So. Oh, awesome. That is, that's really cool. And, th and I think <laughs> I saw that on your website as well, right? Yes. I just don't, I hate, I hate, American food. I hate our supplements. I hate the FDA. <laughs> they pass, they pass all this crap in our food that we should not be eating. So I created my own supplement line because it doesn't have any fillers, chemicals, sweeteners, artificial colors, all the crap that's so bad for your gut health that is tied to your brain uh -huh. yep. and your fogginess and skin conditions and depression. Uh, your gut is your second brain. 
So anyway, I did a whole supplement line because I was so sick of not being able to recommend things to my own clients because right. I'm like, none, nothing is clean out there. <laughs> right. Yeah, I hear you on that. Definitely. And so, and, and I think there's a lot of confusion, especially around the supplements, but food in general of what's healthy and what's not healthy. A lot of people, um, well, we had Dr. Gundry on here a couple times on the show and you know, he would, he would get very specific about food that we would normally like tomatoes and some things that we would normally think, oh, that's a healthy thing. But it's like, well, it's not healthy the way we're eating it, the way we're preparing it. It can be healthy, but you got to actually, you got to cook it and, and, and prepare it the way it was supposed to be prepared originally. Um, you can't just uh, cut it up and eat it necessarily because it's bad for your gut health. And so he got into all kinds of, he was going to, and I haven't read his latest work on keto, but he was looking at the keto thing and saying that that's not, it's not sustainable from his standpoint. Um, and it's not necessarily even good for you. It's just, you know, you can get the weight off and some stuff like that. So he was, uh, I know his latest book is coming out is about keto. So I totally agree that there's well, and you, lots you of misinformation. Yeah. And you, you gotta do, I mean, it's overwhelming for people. Like you tell me I can't eat tomatoes. I'm going to be like, what the heck? Like, come on. I'm going to eat right. vegetables. You right. know what I mean? Like yep. you gotta do what is sustainable. Like you sure. can go down that rabbit hole. You definitely can go down that rabbit hole and be like, you know, Tom Brady doesn't eat anything acidic, you know, right. which he doesn't. I've looked at his diet, right, but, right. um, but you know, like do what you can do and what is manageable for you. And if that's adding a vegetable with one of your meals, that's where you start. Right. You know, like don't get overwhelmed. Yep. And it's kind of back to yeah. that whole extreme thing where you talk about the floor and the ceiling, right? It's a, it's a progression. Yeah. It's not a all or nothing because um, it wouldn't be sustainable yeah. unless you're going to literally like move to Bali and live in a retreat center and only eat exactly. what they grow right there, right? And that's, for most of us, that's not a reality. Exactly, yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, sweet. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. We'd love to have you come back on and talk about things as it progresses, as your retreat gets closer. Hopefully come back on. We can talk about that. And then any, any other topics that you, you've got great, great uh, things that you, <laughs> you like to talk about. And now that we know some of the things you want to talk about, we'll, we'll be like, now who can we have come on and talk about that? Let's just call Bree. Bree's our, <laughs> you're, you're our go-to for calling it as it is. So <laughs> Ooh, I'm a jack of all trades, you know, yeah. what do you want to know about? I'll talk about it. I love it. I love it. And you do your, it looks like you do your research and kind of, you know, lean in. So that's very cool. We love that here at the show. So thank you. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. I so appreciate that. We'll put all the links uh, to your uh, podcast and your, you make it super easy, your podcast and your website, and people can reach out to you. I think uh, also, I'm sure, social media, right? Instagram, Facebook, all, all yeah, those. Yeah, Body things. by Brie. Yep, Body by Brie Fitness is my Instagram. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.